Hey everybody, welcome to the Crush Ale Academy podcast. I am your host, Bob Argyle, and today's topic is this. You get what you pay for. Sit back and relax, and welcome to today's episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us today. So I'm back in the friendly confines of my home office after a week off, a week hiatus. I've taken two hiatuses, hiatuses, two hiatuses over the last three weeks. I'm kind of slacking here. Um, Actually, last week I was on the road and... I had the best of intentions. I took my microphone and my laptop, and I planned to record a podcast from my hotel room, and that just didn't happen. Usually, when we're on the road, uh, we have a lot of late nights, and that's what we had last week. So, um, working in a busy little shop out in Dunkirk, New York, and... uh, Man, what a cool shop. What a cool shop. Valentine's Collision in Dunkirk, New York. Uh, Les Valentine, I'll give you a shout out. He's such a good dude. Um, really the ideal shop that we like to work in. I mean, small mom and pop shop. It's him and one other guy. Super clean shop. He's got um, some really cool toys. He's an amazing painter, so he's got some um, some really cool hot rods and, and motorcycles and, and toys. and So it's been really cool to get to know Les. Um, and he pays weekly, which in the hail business is hard to come by. So the fact that he pays us weekly is amazing and awesome, and we appreciate that. So most of you know by now how I kind of bounce back and forth. When a hailstorm hits, I spend one week on the road one week at home. Works out good for my kids. Works out good for me. Uh, This is my week back in my local area when my trusty sidekick Dave is out in Buffalo and he's uh, holding down the fort at Valentine's um, this week. But uh, things are going smooth. The shops that we have out there are all just really, really good shops. Here's the cool thing though. The cool thing is this. Out of the eight shops that we're managing, all right. Not one shop is a shop that we had at this time last year. Every single shop is a new shop, which is pretty cool because we never really had any shops in this area of the state. We never had anybody along the lake between Buffalo and Jamestown. So it's been good because we've got some new clients and they're all really good people, um, good shops. Our guys are working, so our guys are happy, and 2019 hail season is off and running. So last week, I was sitting there and I was working away, and I get a phone call from this fella that I recognized the guy as soon as he called. Like The number didn't come up to, uh, it didn't name the shop as the phone was ringing, but uh, as soon as I answered the phone, I realized who it was. And this is what he says to me, Bob. Bob, uh, you know, this is so-and-so. We've got a problem. 
And I was like, okay, well, what's going on? See, I recognize this guy from a shop that we have been marketing for a little over four years. Um, when I say marketing, we, we stop and we visit him every single year in the off season and just have a conversation with him, let him know we're still out there, let him know that we'd love to partner with him in the event of hail. In addition to that, we send uh, some information through email and stuff like that. So we just try to keep the relationship going there and, and build the relationship as best as possible. Um, so the guy calls and he says, look, we got a problem. So as he starts to explain to me, I realized that he had a hail car from the storm that hit up in the Buffalo area in Western New York. Now, mind you, this guy's two hours east. He's two hours closer to Syracuse. So this car traveled from the area that got hit two hours to the east and showed up at a shop. And although he knew about us, although we had somewhat of a relationship, we had never done work there yet because it's kind of the nature of this whole thing. They, he's got to get hail before he calls us. So although we've talked... He never actually used us yet to fix anything for him. So when this car showed up, he called his local guy. Now, you all know my opinion on the local guys. Nothing personal. A um, lot of good local guys out there that can totally manage a hailstorm. But for every good local guy that can manage a hailstorm, there's probably twice as many that don't really know what they're doing. Or don't care to manage a hailstorm, which is fine. A lot of guys are like, I don't even want to mess with the hail. Leave that to the hail companies, right? So the local guy was called in, and it's heavy hail. This is not easy damage that we're fixing. A lot of broken glass, a lot of broken paint, a lot of push for paints, a lot of combo work. Um, it's, it's heavier damage. So the local guy came in. Once he got in there and started working on the car, he realized that he probably underbid it. And secondly, that he just didn't have the time to sit on this vehicle and get the thing right. So what we ended up having was a car that was completely destroyed. A uh, lot of missed dents, a lot of dents that weren't finished, a lot of dents that were pulled high up on the roof rails and stuff that he just pulled high or kind of mounted them up and didn't blend them back down. Every panel that he touched needed to be reworked. And here's the thing. I know the guy. He came up in the business with us, a uh, longtime den guy. And I'm sure he had a pretty decent relationship with us, with the shop. But what you find is just because a guy's been in the business for 20 years doing route work doesn't necessarily make him a good hail tech. So the guy showed up and really chewed the car up. And then decided he was done and pulled out and left this shop owner sitting there holding the bag. So the shop owner calls me. He was going out of town Friday. So he calls me on a Wednesday. He's going out of town on a Friday. That was as soon as I could get there because I was finishing up the job that I was on. So I said, look, I'm going to be driving back to Syracuse. I'll stop in on my way back. I'll take a look at the vehicle. And I'll call you. We'll go over it on the phone. If the quote that I give you works for you, then I can schedule one of the guys and he'll come out and he'll take care of the car. So I show up on Friday. I'm going around the car and it was as advertised. I mean, chewed up, chewed up. It was going to take a lot of work. It was going to take a an experienced dent guy a long time to go around 
this vehicle and get it right. So I wrote the estimate. Mind you, this is a shop that we have been marketing for a long time. So I, I wrote what I felt was a very fair estimate. Um, I didn't come in and take this as an opportunity to say, I, I told you so. And, um, you know, that's, that's not me. That's not what I do. Um, I looked at this as an opportunity. This guy was in a jam. I looked at this as an opportunity to come in, do a good job for him. And what better way to prove to this guy that we are the, co- the company that he wants to work with by coming in and doing a good job, writing a fair estimate, and helping him dig out of this hole that he had put himself in, right? So what better way to do that than to just come in and do a good job? So I call him up and I'm talking him through and I'm kind of letting him know what I found. And he kind of stops me and he says, how much? And I was like, okay, so we're, we're going here. <laughs> okay, so I told him the quote. I had wrote the car for $2,400. $2,400, um, they had already kicked the roof. Uh, it was The roof was bad. It wasn't even a, a push for paint candidate. Uh, on this model of van, the hood is enclosed, so there's no access on it. So we usually kick the hood on this model. So the hood was kicked. So all we were fixing were, and uh, since they were replacing the hood, they wanted to blend the fenders. So that left us with both front doors, both sliders, both quarters, and the tops of the doors and the tops of the quarter. Um, 2400 bucks is what I put on it. I thought it was a fair estimate. I thought it was a very fair estimate. But as soon as I gave him that number, I could tell the change in his voice. And he was just like, whoa, that's a lot of money. And I was like, um, well, yeah, it's a lot of money, but it's a lot of work that needs to be done. Um And mind you, I did not add a premium for the fact that we have to go around somebody else's work and fix it. A lot of companies would add a premium to that. Like, okay, you didn't use us first. Now we got to come in and we got to play the hero. Now I'm going to charge you extra. No. So I explained to him that that's not how we did it. I went right off the chart. It's a nationally recognized chart. It's recognized by numerous insurance companies in the state of New York. So... Um, it kind of is what it is, and this is the price that we're, you know, this is a, I'm confident this is a very good price. So anyways, he decided that he needed to take the weekend to think about it, and I assumed that he was probably going to shop the estimate, but I told him when he said that, um, in as nice a way as possible, I said, look, obviously you know that you you kind of get what you pay for, right? So you went with another company. They came in and, okay, they gave you a lower price, although I knew that it, it was not an accurate estimate. To me, it seemed like he was putting door ding prices on hail panels, like he was that far off. So it seemed to me like he, he didn't even really use a hail matrix when he wrote this estimate. I said, so you see what you get for that price. You get what you pay for. Now you have an issue. Now you have a vehicle that's been sitting in your shop for days. You've got a customer that's waiting for their vehicle back. Your entire shop has been stopped because you're trying to figure out how to handle this repair. So although you had the roof and although you had the hood, um, this completely jammed your system up. And your guys haven't even started going on the roof or the hood yet. 
So I get that you feel like it's a lot of money, but I wrote a proper estimate and I'm willing to come in here now. We're going to make this problem go away. And he says, all right, I'm going to think about it and I'll get back to you. So yesterday I get a call from him. I believe he did call and, and shop it around and confirmed that it was uh, it was an accurate estimate and that was kind of the going rate. Again, this is his first time, probably his first time dealing with hail. So he probably didn't really know the the pricing on hail and how high it can get. So I, I get that he was probably sticker shocked and he had to do his homework to make sure that we weren't coming in and pulling a fast one on him. But he ended up going with us. We're going to go in tomorrow and we're going to take care of the repair. We're going to go around it and we're going to fix the entire vehicle and we're going to make the problem go away. But it didn't have to be this hard. It didn't have to be this hard. This poor guy took Friday off because he was that stressed out. He had to get the hell out of the shop because he's been sitting there the entire week watching the local guy come and go, come and go, come and go because he's got his other accounts that he's got to take care of. So he would stop in and he'd fix a few dents and then he'd cut back out and he'd go take care of somebody else. So meanwhile, this process was constantly stopping and starting. And he's got a customer waiting for the freaking car back. And he's got a very big process still to get through with cutting the entire roof off and replacing the roof and replacing the hood. And he's got paint work to do. It was just a big headache. And at the end of the day, he has to call somebody else in now to go around it. The good thing is he didn't pay the guy. <clears throat> that was one of the first things we had to confirm when I went in there and I looked at the damage. I was like, okay, we can fix this, but did you pay the other guy? Because we're going to need that money. The money that uh, the insurance company paid to repair this vehicle, we need all that. Because for one of my guys to go in there and be mentally prepared to go around an entire car, somebody else's work, um, I need to be able to pay them a fair wage. I need to be able to pay them what it warrants to fix the vehicle and to fix it correctly. And we're going to do that. So I guess the moral of this story is, folks, this was one car. And you could see how one car jammed up the entire process for this poor body shop. And it was a big shop. I think they had four other workers there. And it kind of just jammed up the entire week. Imagine if there were 10 20, 50, 100 of them. And all of a sudden, you've got a guy that's in over his head. And that's the guy that you went with. Now, all of a sudden, you're in a pickle. Now, all of a sudden, you got customers screaming at you. You got subpar work. That's, that's how bad it can get. Now, in this situation, hopefully, the fact that he had to go through this and see both sides and see that the message I had been putting in front of him for years now was true. This is not a joke, folks. It really isn't. This is a very stressful situation if you are not partnered with the right company. So it's not always about price. Although we are very competitive with our pricing, it is not always about price. And you need to do your homework. You need to talk to other companies. Interview them. Interview two or three companies, and figure out who the best fit is for your shop. Okay? So that's it for this week. A uh, couple things as we finish up this episode. 
Robert E. Argyle to my Facebook page. If you uh, could please do me a favor, stop over there and like the page. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you connect with this message and you know another body shop professional or insurance professional out there that might benefit from this message, all I'd ask is that you share it up. And lastly, robertargyle.com is the website where I put up some articles for the body shop owner or manager who's looking to learn more about proper hail management. So that's it for this week. Short and sweet. I will talk to you next week. Once again, thank you for joining us on the Crush Hail Academy podcast. Have a great day.